T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Carry on my son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies, where we proudly champion the core principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Thrilled to have you with us this evening. As always, if you need to get in touch with me, you can always call us. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. Or email me, john at knssradio.com. Or visit our Facebook page, The John Whitmer Show. Or you can find me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. I love hearing from you. It is always a, a, a pleasure to, to hear from our listeners. Going to change up our format a little bit this evening. Um, after our first guest, I'm going to share with you my thoughts. Uh, obviously, you know, unlike the rest of the country, we still have our children going to Wichita Public Schools in masks. It's something I, I was hoping might get fixed this uh, this week, but unfortunately, due to the snow, that uh, has not been, and it's uh, something I want to talk about. But before that, I could I wanted to bring on. Uh, a guest, someone who has been on the show before and someone who I think is a, is a real expert on this particular topic. He was only available in the first hour. And so I wanted to bring him in, let him talk to you, let him give you some feedback. We'll, uh, let him talk to you for a few minutes. Of course, we had to do intro music. Do intro music for every guest. Here we go. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. 
That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little Aaron Lewis, am I the only one? By the way, Aaron Lewis coming to Wichita here later this year. Guarantee you my wife is going to want to go see that concert. If I don't buy tickets to that, I'll be sleeping on the couch for for a month. (laughs) So in the past week, 10 states have declared an end to mask mandates. The CDC still recommends indoor masking, but that position could change very soon. And on Friday, the Wall Street Journal reported that Walmart will no longer require vaccinated employees to wear masks in stores. Okay, what's the point? At any rate, the retail giant was one of the first to enact mask mandates for employees back in April of 2020. Joining us now to discuss this growing trend is Dr. Roger Klein. He is an expert with the Federalist Society Regulatory Transparency Projects, FDA, and Health Working Group, and a former HHS advisor to the FDA and the CDC. Doc, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Yeah, hi, John. Great to be with you. So um, (laughs) we're slowly regaining some semblance of normalcy here. The, The question is, why is it taken so long considering these these mask mandates ap- appear to have had really no impact on the covid pandemic and, and its trajectory it just seemed like it needed time to work its way out i don't think the mask mandates made a hill of beans difference did it well i think if if they did if if having the general public wear face coverings did anything it, it probably wasn't much i think common sense tells you that we we saw rampant spread uh, all over irrespective of these these mandates i think it's just too contagious uh so so i think um you know this is a very healthy development to see uh to see uh, abatement and and why you can't why we can't uh, uh why people won't let go you know it's complicated i think once once these types of restrictions and um mandates get placed get get put into place they become hard to remove, and people become conditioned uh, to living with them. And I, and, and there, there's all sorts of dynamics. You have political issues, uh, politicians who like to preserve or retain uh, control, and uh, and people who are frightened and and want to feel as if they're doing something. Well, that's a good point, and I've I've heard people say that those who aren't at high risk categories or who don't have major underlying health conditions. Really, were not the primary uh, at-risk factors here in the pandemic. In the U.S., is more of a psychological threat for you know for for those folks than a than a, a health one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I think you know, for most people, the pandemic itself hasn't been uh, the the SARS-CoV-2 viruses. Is, doesn't pose a serious threat on a statistical basis. And at this point, where many, you know, have millions, hundreds of millions of people have been vaccinated and have had uh, or, or have had COVID, you know, a substantial portion of the population, the, the risks are extremely low. And, uh, and, and yes, I think, you know, the pandemic right now is a psychological phenomenon much more than a, a real one in terms of, uh, of the actual threat. Doc, you know, arguably, I think these mask mandates have been 
heavily intertwined with with politics and, and with a desire by some members of society, some politicians uh, to have some measure of control. And I think whether it be um, controlling behavior, trying to control a population, trying to just control the messaging, if nothing else, do you think that's part of it? Is it it's just been an, an attempt to at least try and get some semblance of control? I think that is part of it. I think politicians uh, uh, like control. I think uh, I think they like to look as if they're doing something. I think that we also have to understand that there's a lot of frightened people who want politicians to do something. So in some of these states where the mandates are still in place, there are probably a lot of people who 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 are supportive of that. I, I'm not. I, it may not be most, but there are probably plenty of people who are. I mean, I, I where I live in Ohio, I see folks walking around with face coverings, they don't have to do it. And I think, uh, I think that there's um, a lot of fear. But there's such a double standard here. I mean, you've got California is a perfect example. You, I watched the Super Bowl and there's 70,000 people in the stands, none of them wearing masks. And yet Monday morning, the following Monday morning, kids going back to school in California had to wear face masks. It's the hypocrisy is, is glaring. It is. I think it's, the politics has never made sense, you know, <laughs> it's sort of, that's a different world and it's intertwined with medicine and science and the politicians are in control. And of course they can find, they can always find some health expert or some science expert to support what they're doing. There's enough heterogeneity and opinion, enough disagreement uh, that, that they can, they can find people who support their point of view and and of course that's what they do. I, I uh, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a shame. But these this is what happens in a situation in which you have um, you have limited data on which to base decisions. Now we that that was the case early on, but I think at this point we're we're well past the time where we uh, where we don't understand what's happening and what our ability to either control or or restrain this virus is and quite frankly as far as the latter in terms of spread it's we there's there there are serious limits to what we can do if a person doesn't wants to try not to get infected you basically have to stay away from other people yeah i mean and, and do you think we're at a a point now where we should basically just move forward, move on, uh, say, look, this is going to be with us like, you know, the measles and the mumps or the cold. It's going to be here and it's time to just move on and, and get back to normal, quote unquote, normal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're well past that time. It, it's at this point, again, it it, it poses a very small risk uh to, it, it oh it was never a high risk for most people, and I think the vulnerable folks, older folks, et cetera, had to be extremely careful. But for most people, I think it was it, it, it the, the SARS didn't uh, didn't pose a, a great threat. And at this point, I already there there really there's very little we can do to stop the spread. It's obvious even with a prior infection and or um, vaccination. 
that uh, that you can contract this disease and you can spread it. And and in fact, those this immunity that we've gained makes it less severe and perhaps more likely that people will be uh, mildly symptomatic and won't won't think twice about um, about going. You know, they'll feel a mild cold or nothing, and uh, and uh, and and will spread it more easily. So I think um, it is what it is. Time to time to move on. Time to deal with it with the understanding that there really isn't anything to, for most people to uh, to be afraid of. Do you foresee any any future, you know, another variant or anything like that? Or you think it's it's going to essentially peter out or be with us, but not to the extent that you know Delta was, for example. Oh, I, I think there'll be other variants. I, I, if it if it stays with us. It will be, be because there are other variants. What happens is we, we develop immunity, and then, and then it, it evades the immunity. So it's a race, like with any other microorganism. This is nothing new to the infectious disease world. We have bacteria that do that, and we have viruses that do that. And they mutate in response to – they mutate generally, and then what happens is is the ones that are, are resistant to uh, or have less um, resistance are, you know, have greater resistance. You know, there may be some resistance, but are 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 uh, have greater ability to uh, evade uh, the the current immunity will propagate. That's what happens. So we're we're actually incur- by vaccinating by getting infected, we encourage change in the virus itself because the viruses are constantly changing, and then it selects for uh, uh, the 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 ones that. That are, are uh, for which we have immune, direct and absolute immunity against. They're 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 not going to spread anymore. So that's what's going to happen, and it, it may hang around with us. That seems like a reasonable bet. It maybe is a cold, et cetera. Uh, it could peter out. I we don't. I don't think we fully understand that. But I but I think the fundamental processes are absolutely nothing new uh, to uh, to virology. Uh, viruses are especially RNA viruses. They change. They're constantly changing. And we can expect more change. Well, Doc, having you hearing you say we're past time, we should move beyond the pandemic is, you know, music to my ears. I'm thrilled to hear it. If folks want to read some of the things that you've written, if they want to follow you, you're on Twitter at Roger Decline, and it's RogerDecline.com is your website, correct? Correct. Fantastic, Doc. I appreciate you. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Always very informative. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Yeah, thank you. We'll be taking your calls at 745. Stick around. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. What's next? Uh, I'm thinking just the check. Do you frequently have gas, bloating, diarrhea, stomach pain, or loose oily stools after eating? One or more of these symptoms could be a sign of exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. And it may be time to talk to your doctor. If you have EPI, Creon may be right for you. Creon, pancrelipase, is an oral prescription medication that treats EPI. Creon replaces enzymes you may be missing to help you break down food properly. 
Creon may increase your chance of fibrosin colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Do not chew capsules or contents as this may cause mouth irritation. Tell your doctor if you have unusual or severe stomach pain, bloating, trouble passing stool, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, worsening of painful swollen joints, or allergic reactions. Other side effects may include changes in blood sugars, gas, dizziness, or sore throat and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Talk to your doctor about Creon, the number one prescribed EPI treatment, and visit gocreon.com. That's G-O-C-R-E-O-N.com. Or call 1-800-633-9110. You have a new career, but remember what you left behind? Not the job, your 401k. Baxter & Associates are 401k rollover specialists. It's still your 401k and your money. You've taken control of your professional future. Now, take control of your financial future. Baxter & Associates. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Did you spend too much time cleaning your house this weekend? The maids clean my house every other week, so I have my weekends free. I have more time with my family for me, and my house is cleaned by professionals. Go to maids.com and find out why it's more than just a clean. It's a team clean. The maids have teamed up with Mr. Clean to keep your home clean and healthy from season to season. Just give us a call, and we'll find a solution that fits your schedule and your home. For a clean that will amaze, call 1-800-THE-MAID. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Why are we spending $30 million on crack pipes? Here, here's your crack pipe. Here's your meth pipe. I, I just, this is madness. This is insanity. You know, we're now, we're now assisting in the slow suicide of drug addicts. Now, you might dis- dispute that. Hannity, I know people that have been junkies for years. Okay. If you're smoking crack, methamphetamine, injecting heroin... You're committing suicide. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whatever comes our way, weather catastrophes, we'll keep you informed. You need to be prepared. We're here for anything you need. This is what we do. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. At home. I like local news. In our country. I want to make sure I can get some national news. Or the world. I like world affairs. Hear it all here. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Out there, Mr. Potato Head, say he's a man. Out there, you start a business, make money and plan. Out there, the earth be round. Out there, the sky be blue. Out there, you not be woke enough to bitch about it, too. I work hard. <laughs> Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on... <laughs> The Offended Song. That's appropriate. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and, of course, Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. The Offended Song by Buddy Brown. It's a pretty appropriate intro for this piece. So earlier this month, ABC News suspended 
The View co-host Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks after she said the Holocaust was not about race. The network then said Tuesday in a statement that Kim Gullis, in a statement rather by Kim Godwin, president of ABC News, called Whoopi's comments, quote, wrong and hurtful. The question is, was that enough and was it fair? Joining us now to discuss this is David Rubin. He is the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, the author of the new book, Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel, and founder and president of the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund. David, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Thank you, John. Good to be with you. David, what, you know, what she said, for those of my audience who may not have heard it, maybe, maybe they don't watch The View, I'm sure that's a large portion of my audience, but what she said was the Holocaust isn't about race. No, it's not about race. It's not. It's about man's inhumanity to other man. Uh, she's apologized and, of course, was suspended for two weeks. She just, I guess, this week is back on the air. But I don't know. Is that enough? Does that seem enough to you? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. In fact, in fact, the the issue here is that she is saying that it's not about race. Now, let me give you a little background about the the people who we're talking about. We're talking about the Jewish people. Okay, now, uh, Jews in America, you know, people look at Jews in America and they think, well, you know, Jews are a particular kind of white people, uh, or at least Whoopi thinks that apparently. Uh, But if you come to Israel, you really notice that the Jews are multiracial people. You take a walk through Jerusalem, you see Jews from Ethiopia and Jews from Yemen and Jews from Poland, and Jews from the United States, and Jews from Argentina, and Mexico, uh, all over, all over the world, many different races. So Jews are multiracial people. Uh, But the truth is, that's not important. And it's not important uh, what Whoopi Goldberg uh, said about Jews being a white people. Uh, What is really important is that Adolf Hitler and his Nazi party said that the Jewish people are an inferior race. Yes, subhuman. An inferior race and subhuman, yes, but an inferior race and need to be wiped out, need to be slaughtered. And he, and he succeeded in killing six million of us. Now, that's obviously what's important here in the context of the Holocaust. And... Whoopi Goldberg seems to be stuck on this narrative that that was promoted by Black Lives Matter, promoted by the far left in the United States, that says that the definition of racism is hatred of people of color, and specifically black people of color. So, uh, you know, she, she's just parroting what the far left says. She's doing their bidding. And uh, so that is that is the the major problem here. I don't think Whoopi Goldberg is the major problem. I think that the narrative of the far left, which is in, essentially a racist narrative that says that a black person cannot be a racist, uh, even though uh, most of the anti-Semitic attacks in Brooklyn over the past couple of years have been by black people against Jews. 
so it doesn't mean that all blacks are racist, of course not. No, yeah. But it does, but it does, and that doesn't mean that all white people are racist, of course not. But it does mean that that the that racism goes across borders, racism goes across races, and 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 it's bad. But but I I, th- I think this narrative of the far left that that only white people can be racist that is in and of itself racist well and the other thing that is glaring here is the double standard uh, paula dean apologized several times for using a racial slur back in the late 70s she was fired you know roseanne barr was sorry after her offensive tweets emerged she was fired uh, look at what the left is trying to do to joe rogan and you know Whoopi Goldberg gets a two-week suspension, and she's back on the air. It just that is so obvious that it's glaring, but it's and a Ro- it's a clear and, double standard. And Roseanne Barr wasn't just fired; she was fired, and her career was ruined. Yeah, she was blacklisted. So this is this is a, a double standard that that should not be. It's it's not fair. It's not correct. And and that's that's the problem with you know the the left knows how to play the shutdown game, they know how to play the cancel culture, they know how to do censorship as long as it's being done to those on the right side of the political spectrum. If if it's somebody on the left, well, they're very quick to forgive and forget. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned that because. There's definitely a question that arises because why do liberal hosts, liberal celebrities, they're held to an entirely different standard than anyone else? How long has it been that, you know, before Andrew Cuomo or uh, yeah, Cuomo got got f- fired? How long has it been that that Joy Reid on MSNBC has been able to keep her job? It just seems like these these hosts oh, sure. stay on the air ad nauseum before they finally get terminated um you know you wrote a a book about former president trump and the jews called trump and the jews uh, and compared the way you know if you compare the way president trump was treated by the press and the way joe biden is treated i mean have you ever seen a friendlier bunch of sycophants it's the double standard is just is glaring yeah and and if and if you look at my latest book confronting radicals what America Can Learn from Israel is the subtitle. Uh, if you look at the chapter that talks about about those double standards and about the semantic games that are played by the left, uh, you see that it's it's just glaring. It's glaring. Roseanne Barr uh, wasn't just fired, as I said. Her career was ruined. And and all of the others that you named. And, and yes, President Trump uh, was obviously held by a difference to a different standard uh, than Biden. Biden's uh, obviously seemed to have far more corruption as pertains to the Ukraine, as pertains to China. And now we're finding out through the, the investigation, uh, we're finding out more and more that that there there was nothing there with Trump. There there was no no uh, conspiracy of any kind. Uh, but with Biden, 
there seems to be a lot more there. There's a lot of dirt there uh, with Hunter and and with his his brother, with Biden's brother. Uh, there is a lot of uh, corruption that still has not been investigated and hopefully will be investigated uh, if if the, the tables are turned in the next elections. Even something as simple as you know, him not being willing to take questions from the press or his cognitive ability. I remember when, you know, they they were after Trump trying to question his mental capacities, his health. They don't do any of that with Joe Biden, and they don't point out the fact that Biden won't take questions from the press. They just get shuttled out of the room. No one bothers to question why we're being ushered out of the room. They just, oh, yeah, well, we're not allowed to ask Joe. How dare we ask Joe? It's it just it, the, the double standard here is is so obvious, and it's unfortunate. I, I mean, I, I just don't understand why they put up with it. Well, people are starting to wake up, John. Uh, it's It's clear to me. And, and I'm looking at this as obviously an objective uh, observer being in Israel. And uh, it's clear that people are waking up, that people on the conservative side of the spectrum are waking up and they're starting to notice things. As someone who's outside, literally, I mean, an outsider here in Israel, what does the international community see in, in you know, Joe Biden? I mean, right now we're facing a, a possible Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Um, after what happened with Afghanistan, I cannot imagine that Putin is at all intimidated by the ice cream eater at Pennsylvania Avenue. They are seeing weakness. They are seeing weakness. And as one in the Middle East where, you know, it is a pretty bad neighborhood. We have some very difficult neighbors. And, uh, and those neighbors recognize weakness. Uh, but it's not just it's not just uh, people here in the Middle East, but many other places. They recognize the weakness of this president, and they're very concerned. Friends of the United States are very concerned. Uh, the enemies are, you know, gleefully uh, licking on their own ice cream and <laughs> waiting for the chance to pounce. Yeah, I can only imagine. David, I appreciate you uh, again for those of my listeners who might be interested. The book is called Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel. It's available on Amazon. They can also find you at DavidRubinIsrael.com, correct? That's right, DavidRubinIsrael.com. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you, John. You have a great night. We'll be taking your calls at 745, and I'll be sharing my thoughts, my monologue with you to kick up our, our 8 o'clock hour. But coming up after the break, State Senator J.R. Clays will bring us our legislative update from Topeka. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. I think we're all clients with responding to subpoenas, helping witnesses through grand jury proceedings, or defending entities and individuals that have been charged with a crime. Please call John Rapp at 316-267-2000 or go to Hinklaw.com. That's H-I-N-K-L-A-W.com.
David Lee's Plumbing has been in business since 1978. We operate in both commercial and residential markets. We are experienced in new projects, remodel projects, and repair or service work. Contact David Lee's Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. Visit us online at davidleesplumbing.com. Let David Lee's Plumbing give your plumbing a new lease on life. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. After a good night's sleep, you step into the shower anticipating a nice, warm, wake-up massage. Instead, you get a cold, rude awakening. You frantically shut off the shower. Hi, I'm Jim Bowers with Bowers Plumbing, Wichita's trusted plumber since 1955. Bowers Plumbing can replace your water heater in a matter of a few hours, or if you prefer endless hot water, we can quote you a tankless hot water system. Call Bowers Plumbing today at 263-1011. That's 263-1011. Brought to you by Overhead Door Company of Wichita, the original Red Ribbon Garage Door Company. Look for the Red Ribbon. No weather worries this evening, but in 24 to 36 hours, it's a different story. Partly cloudy, 43 overnight, with south winds gusting close to 20 miles per hour. Or your Monday, mostly sunny, close to 70, south winds over 25. Monday night, Arctic air invades will be colder Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. I'm Mary Corsetti. American troops deployed to Poland could potentially be used to manage an influx of Ukrainian refugees. The mere presence of these soldiers is intended to send a message that the U.S. stands with its NATO allies. They very well could provide manpower in the event that the Polish border gets overwhelmed with Ukrainian refugees. Fox's Mike Tobin. Meanwhile, investigators will begin looking into clashes between protesters and police during the Freedom Convoy truckers protest. Police started moving in on Friday. They came back on Saturday, but this time they were wearing helmets and had batons, they say, to protect themselves from protesters who they claim were assaulting them. But the protesters say they were roughed up by police, and now the police oversight agency is looking into at least two incidents between police and those protesters. Fox's Grady Trimble, America is listening to Fox News.
live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Little Laura Kelly theme song, very appropriate. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Joining us now to bring us our weekly legislative update from Topeka is State Senator J.R. Clays from Salina. J.R., thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you uh, on the show again, my friend. Hey, always good to be with you, John. Uh, J.R., let me start with this. Um, you know, we we, uh, we had a, uh, a little interesting uh, bit this week. You tweeted out an amazing quote from a teacher in your Senate district who said, quote, no one needs to know every material used for student learning, uh, unquote. Mm-hmm. This is, it's such an elitist and an arrogant statement, and yet it seems to be the prevailing attitude of those but the, it, and, and that's the foundation of it. They, they believe that you do not own your children. They believe that they own your children. And that they're the ones who get to determine what they will and will not see, what kind of sex education they will receive, what kind of bastardized theology relating to race that they're going to see. That's what they believe, that they're in control, that the state has determined that your kids must go to school, that you have no choice but to send them to a public school unless you have the finances to go elsewhere, and that they are a captive audience. Yeah, and Absolutely. how dare you question them? No. I mean, that that's the thing no, that's no. amazing. Well, John, if you've got a problem with your public school, by golly, <laughs> you should just go and, and you should change out the entire leadership of a school board. And that's that's how they think that, yes. no, and, and you, you have a say as long as you can get, you know, 50% plus one of the voting public to go along with you, then you have a say over your child's education. Right. It's it's absolutely astounding that anyone believes that they should decide what your children are viewing rather than you as a parent. You you should be number one in control well, of and, what your children do and do not see. And always in bringing any of this up, if you question them, it's you hate kids, you hate teachers. It's the usual rhetoric. Senate Bill uh, 363 and 393 each require school districts to post the author and title of materials distributed to our kids in the classroom. That's it. You're just you just put. It's not like they have to go in there daily and, yeah. and put and, their lesson plans online. And and so many so many schools already do this. But right. you know the the part that's really a, I think shocking, and it won't be shocking to you, and it shouldn't be shocking to me, but that the teachers union put out this false narrative that teachers had to plan a year in advance. These are just lies to get people to contact their legislator. But then once they've done it, and they figure out the truth. They're not going to question the NEA 
they're going to continue to chip away at the law because they've already taken that position. Right. But here's the thing. What, what we know is that this is really simple. It already happens in many states. It already happens in many schools, even in Kansas already. They post the name of the textbook and who wrote it and what year it is. And then they post, you know, if you had a, a handout that you got from the Wall Street Journal, you put the URL on the little grid and you pop it online and you only have to do it once a year. Right. It's so not, it's not even tough. like you're asking someone to consistently do that. It's, so it's all it, transparency. It's, blown. It, it's yeah. amazing. It is the transparency. And, and you've been up in the Capitol. You've, you've proposed transparency bills. <laughs> you know every little thing that we do. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can go to YouTube and watch me right now. I mean, it's it's, uh, ridiculous, the amount of uh, surveillance. So, you know, I guess the the teachers who are so opposed to this should be should be thankful that we're not proposing putting cameras in the classroom. It's it's probably the next step is if if this doesn't work is to really, um, you know, put parents in a position, put taxpayers in a position where they're able to see what's going on in these schools, because what COVID did is it gave everyone a little glimpse. When they started sending out agreements that parents wouldn't listen to the lessons that their kids were being taught. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous, John. Yeah. But that kind of stuff is happening in the state of Kansas. This week, uh, you tweeted, by the way, if folks uh, want to, your Twitter feed is fantastic. It's at J.R. Clays, and it's C-L-A-E. Y.S. Uh, but this week you tweeted out an amazing uh, another, another little bit that I thought was fascinating. It was a clip um, that you had this week during a Senate Assessment and Taxation Committee meeting. You had the opportunity to question the Secretary of Revenue about what am- amounts to a stealth tax increase. I'm going to play this audio clip. I want to I want to get your take on it on the back end. Um, committee, any questions? Senator Collins. Yes, thank, thank you, Madam Chair. I appreciate that we kicked off this meeting righting some wrongs. I think it's important that we do that through the budget process. We do have the power of the purse. Mr. Secretary, while we do have the power of the purse, you do not have the statutory authority to tax streaming services. The governor attempted a tax on streaming services and it failed in this legislature. The streamlined sales tax defines streaming services separately from television and digital satellite services. You sent a $23 million bill to Netflix. You're breaking the law. And I would like to have your commitment right now that you will stop today. And I really cannot get into the details of what the department does with specific taxpayers. That is confidential information. So he he punted. He took the the coward's way out there. Not only wouldn't respond to you, but then deflected. Uh, (laughs) I know what this is. This is Laura Kelly trying to get her tax, your internet sales tax, basically twist that she had on downloads and streaming services that you guys wouldn't pass. He wouldn't answer your right. question, right? Right. Well, and and there's a little bit of of a twist in there too because you then have to believe that Netflix is the taxpayer, right? right. Yeah. And Netflix is not the taxpayer. Right. They're going to pass that on. You are the taxpayer. <laughs> exactly. Netflix gets its seventeen ninety nine a month, whether they charge the sales tax or not. And Netflix could care less if they have to hit the button that charges you a sales tax. And that's exactly what this is about. This is not about Netflix paying twenty three million. That debt gets wiped away when they get a consent agreement, and that's what revenue was after. The Department of Revenue wanted Netflix to say, oh, 
we're sorry about that, but if you'll forgive that $23 million, we'll start charging it going forward from today. No law was passed. Nothing new has happened. Nothing has changed. The legislature has done nothing. But suddenly, after 20 years of precedent, your streaming service gets taxed because they're consenting to it at the threat of being billed those dollars. You pay the tax, not Netflix. Right. This doesn't save Netflix a penny. And this is just another cash grab from Laura Kelly and doing an end around because you guys were presented with this opportunity and chose not in a bipartisan way, chose not to pass it. Right. And, and this all goes to, you know, it's it's more than just about a streaming service in this tax. You, you mentioned the Internet retailers tax. They attempted to do that without statutory authority. You can go back in time. It's not even under her administration. The Department of Revenue tried to make small business owners in Wichita into felons by rereading a 38-year-old law. They had even said three years prior to these business owners that what they were doing was legal and then one day made it illegal. We defunded that agency and got them to stop. But they were they made small business owners into felons, and they will do that because they are bureaucrats who are unaccountable, and you can't touch their rules and regulations after the fact. Well, so I... that's why, and, and this is important too, John, that's why HCR 5014, which allows the legislature yeah, that's what I was to ask. review, <laughs> exactly, review and veto these rules and regulations, if we find them objectionable, must pass. There were three Republicans absent. Three Republicans voted no. We need 84 votes. We have 80. There's a real opportunity here, if your listeners get on board with this, to push this thing over the top. We need a constitutional amendment that says that we as a legislature, as the elected representatives of the people, you can hire us and fire us that we can say yes or no to a rule and regulation, especially in the case where you see, I've just pointed out three instances under multiple governors that have occurred that would have increased your taxes or in the case of several Wichita business owners, send them to jail. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't a Laura Kelly thing. This is, this, it's for any it's governor regardless. Thing. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a bureaucrat thing. It's just a matter of how much that governor is going to do to protect the bureaucracy. Under Sam Brownback, it was a little easier to get that fixed. Yes. Here, it's more of a battle. Next week marks uh, the, one of the major deadlines of the session. You've got turnaround day. That's for my listeners who may not be familiar. It's when all non-exempt bills either have to pass their chamber or essentially die, although you and I both know nothing dies in Topeka. Right. Yeah, um, never. Anything uh, you're expecting a, a busy week, I'm sure? Anything in particular we should be looking for? Yeah, I mean, I think some of the big issues that you've heard about since the beginning of session are going to start moving. We're going to see some debt getting paid off. I mean, anytime you want to have real structural change in your tax code, getting rid of debt and interest payments is going to be one good way to free up dollars to give back to the citizens. And I think that uh, we'll, we'll pay off some significant debt. We'll reduce our, our liability under CAPERS because that's a, a very costly debt. And I think we'll be able to uh, have some serious tax reform. I think we'll we'll see several uh, tax cuts coming to the people who who really need them. I mean, Biden's inflation is is ruining a lot of people. It is hurting families, and we've got to do something to make it a little easier to live 
work, raise a family here in Kansas. And uh, I think we owe it to our constituency to give some of this money back. Amen, brother. Well, if folks are interested, again, your Twitter feed is one of the best. It's J.R. Clays, C-L-A-E-Y-S. And uh, if they want to check you out on the web, uh, volunteer, donate, whatever they can. You've got a newsletter I know where you do weekly legislative updates. Mm-hmm. It's yep. com. correct? Yep. Brother, I appreciate yep. you. Uh, carry on the fight, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Glad to be on. Thanks a lot, Sean. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. KNSS is connecting vets with our veterans' news and salute to service, a year-round effort providing information and recognizing the exceptional efforts of our military veterans. Read our veterans' news articles now at knssradio.com, brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner. Jimmy's Family Diner is now hiring, seeking cooks, waits, full-time, part-time, offering flexible hours and competitive pay. Apply at either location, 3111 North Rock Road or Harry Street, west of Hillside. Military discounts seven days a week. Jimmy's Family Diner. I'm going after the deals at Crazy Jays. Crazy Jays is Wichita's favorite furniture store for over 20 years, offering the largest in-stock selection of mattress sets and bunk beds. Located in the Park Lane Shopping Center with no credit needed financing or 12 same as cash with approved credit. Delivery and setup available. Open seven days a week at 1026 South Oliver or online at crazyjaysfurniture.com. Crazy Jay's Furniture and Sleep Shop. Crazy. The sanest deal in town. Do you need new pavement at your home or business or perhaps just some minor repairs? Call my friends at Pave the Way today for a fast, free estimate on all your pavement needs. They are the leader in the pavement industry and will work to fit your individual needs and budget, as well as your busy schedule, so not to interfere with the normal course of your business. Call 316-990-5855 today or visit them online at PaveTheWayUSA.com. Pave the Way, kicking asphalt every day. Have you noticed how fast time is moving? The news moves pretty fast. That is an indication that you're busy. There's so many things happening. If you don't stop and listen to Glenn Beck once in a while, we're losing track of time. You could miss it. It seems like it never ends. The Glenn Beck program. That's because the rate of change is so high. Anything can happen. Mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Grammar Lessons with Sean Hannity. Part 7, Adjectives. It's just disgraceful. It's diabolical. Demonization. Dereliction of the relentless, disgusting. Adjectives describe nouns and verbs. Sadly diminishing. Arduous, difficult. Turmoil. Laughably obsessed. Radicalized. The frail, the weak, the cognitively struggling. Some of those are... Wealthy, well-connected, socialist visionaries. We may have lost the thread here. Great arguments. Well done. Congratulations. Sean Hannity. Afternoons at 2 on 98. 8, 7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS. And as always, you can listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. 
And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, since we had to change our format a little bit tonight, we'll be uh, here starting off the 8 o'clock hour. I'm going to share with you my thoughts on the fact that Wichita Public Schools is still requiring kids to sit through class and wearing these stupid masks. I mean, come on. Well, I'll get to that. We have some great guests coming up here in the next hour. In the meantime, Amanda, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Thanks for sticking around. Hi, Mr. Whitmer. I am calling in just to add to the discussion about keeping women's sports, female sports, exclusive to women. I know that's been a hot topic lately. Yeah, you know, I, I just saw, I think, a, what was it, I, another news story that this guy, Leah, I, I can't remember his last name, and I call him a guy and I call it a him, sorry, but who just won another national title in women's swimming. And you know, don't, don't get me wrong, if somebody wants to choose to identify as a kumquat, I could care less. But in this case, you're disadvantaging women and girls there are scholarship opportunities and career opportunities that, that they're losing out on because someone who is biologically, physically superior has an advantage. And and no matter how you look at it, he's got an advantage. And I think it's unfair to women. Well, I mean, were you an athlete in school? I was an athlete. I made varsity at a top-ranking high school, four-year varsity in soccer. I was a goalkeeper. I trained alongside boys. Since goalkeeping is such a specialty, I trained alongside boys. I was also, um, unfortunately, I didn't get to go to college for soccer goalkeeping because I had a severe wrist injury that unfortunately destroyed that. But one door closes, another one opens. I became a Division I athlete in track and field throwing javelin. And I'll tell you, I trained alongside men, male athletes, throwing the javelin, Division I school. And I just got to say, as someone who is trained alongside male athletes, no matter what, they would always outperform me. Well, sure. It, it's it, a biological. The, it's biological. It, it definitely. It's biological. And it is for a male to go in and perform against a female, in my opinion, is abusive. Now, when you look at Males, if they take their position of being physically stronger in any situation to overpower a woman, it is abusive, whether it's verbal, physical abuse. And in this case, I think it is abuse. Um, It is abuse against the female um, sex. I mean, that is, it's, it's a travesty. And I just wanted to give my opinion as someone who has trained alongside males in sports I just want to give my two cents. I'm I'm glad you did, Amanda. Thank you for thank you for calling in. You know, this is an issue, and and I think we haven't we don't have any on this week, but here in the next week or so, I've been meaning to have a guest on to uh, to discuss this topic again. We've covered it before, but it really does point out, and you can bring up the statistics and show the the biological facts. But for me, it comes down to uh, you're you're putting women and girls in a competitive disadvantage, and it's unfair. And if you look at some of the stories out of uh, out of the East Coast, where girls are being are losing out on scholarship opportunities, high school girls that aren't going to be able to go to college because they lost a scholarship, that's really unfortunate. And and it's such a uh, unfortunate. I mean, I know we're trying to be inclusive, but come on, folks. I mean, seriously. 
Coming up after the top of the hour, we'll talk about the Wichita Public Schools mandate for masks. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 